when I was out there, I just had one bag of belongings, one outfit. I had no props, no possessions, no job, no relationships that defined me. Anything that made me me just fell away. And in that space, nature sort of came in a bit like a a tuning fork and sort of just got me tuned into a more harmonious vibe, I guess. And then uh, I just sort of took a deep breath and just, you know, when everything's quiet, your inner voice gets louder. Hello everyone, welcome to Humans. I'm Luke McCredden and that voice you heard there is Laura Waters. Laura and I caught up recently at the Port Ferry Adventure Film Festival and had a fantastic chat. I really enjoyed speaking to Laura. She's a Melbourne-based freelance travel writer, does a lot of public speaking, but also the author to her brand new book, Bewildered. Bewildered is a, a great story capturing her adventures from when she left the corporate grind behind in Melbourne and headed to New Zealand where she hiked the whole length from the northern tip to the southern tip, which is over 3,000 kilometres. Part of it wasn't just about the hike. Part of it was about getting away and escaping the rat race and escaping everything behind and being able to get out there and rediscover yourself. Laura continues to travel the world hiking and adventuring all over the place and also trained with former US Vice President Al Gore to become a climate presenter. I urge everyone to check out Bewildered, Laura's book. It's a fantastic read, fantastic story. But also jump onto www.soultrekkers.com.au as we speak about. She does a lot of travelling and a lot of writing, a lot of blogging, a lot of videos and photos which you can follow and follow the adventures. A lot of fun. Righto, let's get into it. This is episode 14 with Laura Waters. This is a more intimidating setup than when I was at with a ABC crowd. Radio. <laughs> really? I mean, uh, not yesterday, but like I did one in town. Oh, in the studio. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, is that because of me? I hope I'm not too intimidating. <laughs> no, I don't know. No, I suppose it was similar equipment, but. Yeah. yeah. It's funny that they do, because you do public speaking. Yeah. Do you find it more intimidating in this sort of environment or are you okay with crowds? Or? I think, you know, yesterday for the first time I was a bit sort of, ooh, because probably it was my peers. Yeah. Like if it's a, gotcha. If it's. Just a nameless audience that yeah. I've never seen before. It's like I'm fine. Yeah, because yeah. you don't know them. No, yeah, matter. you don't think that. Yeah, they won't. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good point. Um, it's like uh, you hear a lot of people talk that do um, performances or public speaking or anything, and the, the smaller the crowd, the harder it is. Right. Like it's well, it's more personal. Than yeah, yeah. Everyone, you sort of feel like you're yeah just connected with everybody. Yeah. There. Yeah. Sometimes it's easier if it's a huge crowd and you don't see anyone. Faceless. <laughs> yeah. Um, thanks for coming on. Welcome. It's thank great you. to great to see you. Yes, thank you. It's you been too. an awesome weekend, and we're back here at um, Blarney Books in this beautiful bookstore. Magnificent. It's it's very colourful. It is colourful, <laughs> uh, and I said that to uh, Jezza yesterday when we were chatting on our podcast. And I, I think, I mean, I'm not going to lie and sort of say that I go into a lot of bookstores, but I, I've got this probably perception that they're grey and dull and dusty and I come in here and it's magnificent. Yeah, no, it's all happening here. Beautiful place. In a beautiful town, Port Ferry, we're um, here for the Adventure Film Festival and 
it's been magnificent. I can't wait to come back next year. It's been so good. It has really good selection of films. Yeah. Yeah. Um, first of its kind in Australia, which is really cool. Fantastic. Leon and the guys have done such the, a good job. They have done a great job. And you're here um, as a big part of it and obviously promoting your book, which, by the way, congratulations. Thank you very it's fantastic. much. fantastic. Thank you. And yeah. um, <laughs> It's been a long journey. Yeah, I bet. Yeah. You sat – and – this might be a dumb question. Are you satisfied sitting back now looking at that book and you're happy that it captured everything that you wanted it to? I am, yes. Um, I mean, I didn't know anything about writing a book when I first tackled it. Yeah. Um, so it's been a long learning process. But, um, you know, when because it's the first thing I've ever written, I had no idea, no concept of how it might be received. Mm. And it's, it's been re- received really well. Yeah. So, yeah, it's a big relief. To Do you, have you found... Um, the audience is really differing in terms of like you, you're probably capturing a lot of the adventurers or you know but are you having people are you hearing from people that are that are just might have seen it had a read through it and going wow that's really amazing i have yeah mm. it's been a really mixed um uh, mixed audience you know um guys girls adventurers hikers but also people who just relate to i mean there's a lot of themes in the book you yeah know, it, anxiety, um, environmental aspects. Yep. Um, so there's kind of a little something for everybody yeah, yeah, there to relate to. Totally reach to all sorts yeah, of people. Yeah, different people really resonate with different parts of it. And it's very honest and it's very um, – and I think, but I think there's something in that that is refreshing as well. Um, you yeah. read or, or watch or, or hear all sorts of stuff um, these days. And I think there's – in today's society – screaming out for more honest material yeah. in any format. So yes. I think that's one aspect of the book that I've really connected with and I think that's great. That's it. I think we're so focused on how we look and, yep. try, you know, trying to create this perfect picture and we're not. You know, everybody's got a story, everybody's mm. got struggles yep. and I think just by own, uh, me owning my story, it allows other people to yeah. own theirs as well. Yeah. And, and I've had a lot of people come up, you know, or send me messages Saying that they're struggling with certain things, yep. and um, yeah, I think that's a healthy thing. Yeah, oh, totally, and that's the whole you know that's the whole push at the moment is to make sure is to get that communication happening about what it, whatever's going on. So, yep. so that aspect of it alone is is fantastic too. Um, I suppose a snapshot for people listening, and, and I, I'm going to urge people and, and share some uh, links and so forth to to get, get the book and check it out. But a bit of a snapshot from you. How do you summarise if you're just trying to explain to someone what the book's about? Okay. So <laughs> I, um, I basically hiked from one end of New Zealand to the other. It's a 3,000 kilometre journey that took five months and it fundamentally changed the course of my life. Mm. Um, I wasn't in a happy place before I started. Um, just come out of an unhealthy relationship and <clears throat> was really suffering from anxiety and not coping with all of the um, stresses and impacts of being in the city, the constant stimulation. So this trip um, really came at a time for me where I really needed to get out and just simplify things. And walking in nature for five months did that for me. It just stripped away all of the noise in my life. And, yep. and yeah, by the end of it, I was a changed woman. Yeah. <laughs> I want to ask you, um, I've, I've been thinking about this um, question since yesterday I heard you speak and we hear a lot about doing this sort of thing to, um, like whether it's like you've done, sort of go on a big adventure for a few months or change your... It's probably a lot of it's associated with going away and doing something to find yourself. But is there an element of it that 
and for you that is going away to do something to sort of forget yourself and re- and, and start again or, or yeah, rebuild. Definitely. Yeah. Um, when I was out there, I just had one bag of belongings, one outfit. I had no props, no possessions, no job, no relationships that defined me. Anything that made me me yeah. just fell away. And in yeah. that space, nature sort of came in a bit like a a tuning fork and sort of, you know, just just got me tuned into a more harmonious sort of, um, I don't know, vibe, I guess. And then uh, I just sort of took a deep breath and just, you know, when everything's quiet, your inner voice gets louder. Mm. And then I just sort of got a lot of clarity about who I was and what I wanted in life. And yep. that, that helped me, you know, seize those things when I came back. That's great. And yeah. I think because you're um, coming from someone, I'm from Melbourne and I know you're your work was right in the guts of Melbourne and you s- I think everyone in some capacity is, so, is, is easily and heavily influenced on things when it's in the – especially in the in the big cities, there's so much going on and you can easily be swayed. Yep. How did you find – was there – I mean, the only influences I can think of that might be on a trip like what you did is just nature. Yeah, that's absolutely it. That must be so refreshing. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I find – I f- it's hard for me to fully put it into words yeah, for other people sure. and for them to understand what it's like. But if you just imagine a place where there is, there's no news, there's no hate, there's no judgment, there is nothing. Yeah. There is nothing, and um, it's blissful. Yeah. You know, I mean, without mirrors, I didn't judge myself. I didn't think about, you know, just unnecessary stuff that clogs up your brain. I was just being. And I guess with with all of those things that fell away, I felt like nature was filling in the gaps and sort of rewilding me. And yeah. I mean, I've never been happier than I was out there. Yep. I, I felt like I was drunk at times yep. because I was just so light <laughs> in being. Yeah. Um, it was fantastic. That must be amazing. Blissful. Yeah. yeah. Sang a lot. Yep. Good. Why <laughs> just not? Just sang to the mountains. Um, yeah, really freeing. That's that's amazing. Yeah, and and what a what a country to do it in. What a I place know. to do it in. Yeah, I it's mean, so beautiful. Anyone who's been to New Zealand, whether it's a, a trek or just being there somewhere, even in the city, you can see it's just an unbelievable place. It is. Yeah, yeah. and I think it's good too. Like in New Zealand, it's a very raw terrain. They, yep. the tracks are the tracks and terrain. I mean, sometimes I wasn't even walking on a track. You know, you just they call them routes, route yep. standards. So you're just making your way through a, a, a valley or over a, a, um, a pass and you're just sort of following the contours of the land. And so once again, you know, with no reminders of the modern world, mm. you just really start to slow down and yep. tune into your surroundings and just feel like another animal out there, yeah. not, not a human with a story and, a, and dramas and stuff like yeah. that. I always think about that even um, just going for a walk through, through the hills where I live or wherever – and I quite I always think back about people that were around however many hundreds of years ago or thousands of years ago or whatever that didn't have any of what we're talking about, the influences of media or whatever yeah. it is, what the what that landscape would have looked like oh. and how they would have thought. I mean yeah. it would have been normal, I suppose. But yeah. yeah, it must have been an incredible place. I think it's I think I mean I you know, that really in in the whole scheme of things, I think that's our natural place, you know, mm. and we've just become Absolutely. so um distanced from the environment that we came from and it's not serving us and mm. it's not certainly not serving the planet, you know. We've yeah. we've got this belief now that we are separate from nature yep. and that we can do whatever we want to it and it's out there 
and we don't realise the interconnectedness of, of us yeah. and all other creatures. So, you know, the way we're, uh, we're kind of wired looking that way after now. the planet now or not, well, yeah. um, it's, you know, it's going to bite us in the bum. Yeah, and it's exactly why I've, I've spoken before about, if, you know, if I spend a night camping, uh, even if it's just one night in front of the fire and, the, and then you get home, I always feel so... There's something it does to you being out in the in the wilderness, yeah. and it, and I think it re- relates back to what you just said. That's who we were. Yeah, yeah. You know, we just have to remember that. Yeah. Mm. So there's something there that I, I think subconsciously takes you back to the exactly to our true roots. Yeah. yeah. And I, you know, I felt like I'd been hypnotized. So you know, for months I was out there, and then when I came back to town, and I actually it was in a um, a mountain hut about two months into it and I picked up a newspaper that had just been discarded next to the fireplace yeah. you know, and I just flicked through it absent-mindedly and I was I saw this massive full-page ad you yeah. know about buy this everything's on sale <laughs> and I was just like what what yeah. is this um and and then I sort of remembered the modern world you know and people just shopping for the hell of it and um how far into your trip was that uh, it was about two months into it so that was, would have been significant sort of brain shock yeah it was it was very much so and i I, it seemed kind of crazy that this world existed and then i remembered well of course that's that's normal that's That's what it is yeah (laughs) Yeah. but it was like i'd um you know been pulled out of this hypnosis and could see it for what it really was yeah yeah but it's It's so hard for people to get outside of that yeah yeah Yeah. and it's interesting though that two months or or even it might have been the case even after a month but of of not having all that it was a shock yeah I, th- I see that as a, a real positive. So it, it sort of shows that we can take ourselves away to the point where it doesn't be, it's not normal yeah, anymore. Yeah. And I think, oh, look, everyone's different. Maybe, you know, it's not for everyone, but I, I certainly would, I always encourage people to get out and forget the, the world that they know yeah. at the moment. And but I, I think we sort of get very used to things and mm. we think that they are true for us and maybe they're not you know i remember i always used to think in my head oh i love being busy i love you know love mm. achieving things and stuff like that and then when you pull yourself out of it for long enough you go actually no i, I don't i like having space around me and i like being a, having you know men, spare mental capacity to yeah. be creative and think and i think i just got swept up in the Sort of in the current. You do, and yeah. And I thought that that's what I wanted, but yep. it, it wasn't really. Yeah. <laughs> so. So what was the? I suppose going back to the initial idea of this trip, mm. was it that? Did you did you sort of had that thought about what you were just explaining then, and thought I'm going to force myself out of it to see what happens? No, I had really no idea that okay. that that was going to happen. Yeah. Um, originally, the whole thing came about because I wanted an adventure. Yep. And. This wasn't a conscious decision, just I realise now in retrospect that it had been there all along, that I felt like there's got to be more to life, I'm capable of more, I wonder what I could do. And then I just was reading in a hiking magazine one night that this new long-distance trail had opened and I immediately thought, that's it, that's that's the trip for me. So it wasn't that I was searching for a long hike right. or anything like that, yep. I just... I just saw it and I thought that's got the perfect balance of challenge and yep. yeah, but not so crazy that I might kill myself. Hopefully, yeah, yeah. Um, and challenge it was. It was a challenge. Yep. Yeah. How many times did you nearly be, were you nearly broken <laughs> to the point uh, of stopping? Look, I would never stop, and it's not. Um, I don't ever sort of think to myself, "Yeah, I'm never going to give up." It, like giving up is just not even on my radar. Right. I just don't. Yep. 
I'll, I'll be crawling before that happens. <laughs> but um, yeah, there were a few. I mean, it's it's hard hiking there. There's they don't really believe in switchbacks in New Zealand. There's a lot of up and down, and the, you know, crawling under tree logs and over tree fall and um, as I said, the unmarked trails. Yeah. There's a lot of rock scrambling. Um, it's it's hard work. And I was probably walking roughly on average eight hours a day, six days a week, so it was pretty tough. Yeah. Add to that the unexpected things like you know when the wind Weather, cranks up on yeah. a on a exposed ridge top and you get blown off your feet or <laughs> caught in a sudden snowstorm in summer. Um, <laughs> these things are keep keep uh, well. Keep you on New your Zealand's toes. pretty exposed to the elements it in is. all forms, isn't it? Yeah. So and because like nowhere is more than I think it's like a hundred kilometers from the sea, nowhere right. in New Zealand. So yeah. it has a maritime climate, which means anything could happen. Anything can happen at mm, any time. That's it. And it sounds like it did. It did. Um, reading <laughs> through the book there was you know, there's tales of um, nice, beautiful, warm days and then snow mm. and <laughs> Yeah, twenty four hours later. Yeah. And yeah. crazy winds that literally knocked you off your feet. Yeah. I mean Physically, it's a challenge. Did you get through unscathed? It sounds like there were a few little, well, I won't well, say little because I don't want to play a yeah. dislocated shoulder down. But Yeah, yeah. Um, yes, I did dislocate my shoulder twice, um, not doing anything really exciting, just <laughs> just putting a jacket on because um, I'm so, uh, yeah, I've got multi-directionally unstable is how the, right. uh, how the how you uh, specialists on the describe <laughs> me, yeah. Um, so... Pretty flimsy, mm. but um, yeah, I think I got off lightly, really, considering the whole yeah. journey that I went through. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's amazing. Did you have time to, um, how or how long did it take after the trip? To did you sort of were you able to look back and go, "Wow, it was, I'm really proud of what I just did." Because that's amazing. I always think things seem more impressive before you do it. You know, before I yeah. did the hike, I'm like, "Wow, that." You know, geez, what a what a legend if I finish that. <laughs> um, and then when I did it, I was just like, meh, you know. Really? It's like not that hard. And same like with having a book, you know. when yeah. I Before I had it out, I was thinking like, wow, imagine walking into a bookstore and seeing my book there. And now that it's there, I'm like, ah, okay, that's right. okay. Okay, that's interesting. <laughs> Come to, yeah, I don't know. I think once you actually make it. Yeah, you know, make, you know, reach your reach your goals. Yeah, I guess. And maybe I'm just looking for the next thing. Well, now. maybe. Yeah. You just wonder. Well, what else can I do? Yeah. What's next? Mm. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. It's it's it, that when you looked at the trip beforehand, then did you obviously you've got a good drive, so you would have would have backed yourself to do it. But did you look at it going? This is a I actually didn't back myself. I, didn't I, you? No. I, <laughs> I'm a changed woman now, Luke. Yeah, um, beforehand, I had absolutely no belief in myself. Yeah. And I you know, convinced a girlfriend to come with me because I didn't want to tackle all these challenges mm. on my own. I didn't want to make decisions on my own because I didn't trust my own judgment. Um, as it was, my girlfriend pulled out on the second day <laughs> with an injury. So that yeah. <laughs> there went that safety net. Yeah. Um, yeah, but... Bit by bit, you uh, you know, it, for every challenge that you overcome, it just makes you stronger mm. and makes you sort of trust your gut yep. a little bit better. So it was a have gradual you, process. Have you now taken that concept into life? Yeah, well, I did. Well, that's, yeah. you know, when I came back, I had long service leave from a corporate job yep. to do this hike. And when I went back, I was just like, actually, I don't want to be in this office in the city. I don't want to be in all of this busyness. Yeah. Um, so I... I changed. I changed my life. Awesome. Yeah. Do you think you could have done that without doing the 
hike? No. Um, yeah. No, because I didn't see the options that were open to me. Yeah. You know, I really, for years, for decades, I was always, I think, living a life that wasn't really me. Um, but I just did it because that's what everybody else does. Mm. And, you know, you you uh, try and work your way up the ladder and because yeah. that's what you do. But um, I think you, in your book, I get a sense of that. I think you, you've explained it really well in your book and, and throughout it when you when you sort of – you're on the journey of, of your hike but you, you're doing sort of flashbacks, so to speak, about yeah. – and I think you really capture it well about that feeling because I sort of get the sense that that's how you're feeling, you know. Yeah. So I think that was really well done. But the um, – it was interesting how you relate it to where you were on that particular on the particular day of your hike, sort of thing, and it and it sort of you're almost crossing parts off as you're hiking, if you if you know what I mean. That's the way I was sort of taking, like you were sort of going, looking back, going, well, that's how I was. Yeah, now I, I think I'm I suddenly changing. yeah started to observe the disconnect between yeah. who I was before and where I wanted to be. Yeah, I, I suddenly got that awareness of. Yeah, I think I got some emails from home, from the office, you know, people in the office back home saying, oh, when are you going to come, you know, yeah. <laughs> we're, we're, we're taking bets on whether you're going to come back to the office. And then I started thinking about that job and sort of realising that, um, you know, it was that corporate path seemed to be a path that I was sort of forging ahead on without really realising, well, where am I going? What yeah. what am I doing this for again? Yeah. And I sort of started to think, well, maybe that's not my path, actually. Yeah. 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 It's interesting when you start questioning it, isn't yeah. it? Because you start thinking, oh, well, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's it. And then when, you know, when I did finally quit that job at the end, it seemed a crazy thing to do. Yeah. You know, I had a good boss and a good pay packet and, yep. you know, conditions were good, but um, it seemed crazy but then when I did finally quit it to do what I've always wanted to do since I was a kid, mm. right, I couldn't believe – I was like, oh, my God, I can't believe I did that job for so long, you know. <laughs> Why didn't I do this path earlier? Yeah. But you, I think you just – it's hard for you to realise that these options are available and yeah. it's possible to, yeah. to follow your, your heart and your dreams. Yeah, it's great. And mm. it's great to hear stories of it. Um, yeah. And I, th- I think the more it – you know, those sort of adv- – uh, um, mindsets a share that gives people the idea and the inspiration to yeah. um that it's you, i guess it's just it's kind of drilled into that in a, in a sense here's how lives are lived yeah exactly but it doesn't have to be no no <laughs> yes they'd like us all to uh yeah. you know toe the line and mm. play our part in the so big so what would you do what did you you got back and yeah. you're like all right i'm 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 out. I'm changing well, things up. It was really overwhelming coming back to the city. I was yep. just <coughs> after five months. Yeah, yeah, and I did not want to be there at all. And um, I ju- was. I knew I wanted to write a book about this journey, and I thought I I couldn't do it with a full time job at, in the day and yep. then come home and be creative at night. So I thought I'll just give myself a year out, live as cheaply as I can, yep. and try and write this book. And so I, I went to the Solomon Islands for two months. I did a little volunteering gig there, just um, a few hours work a day in exchange for um, a little overwater bungalow. Nice. And uh, <laughs> I was w- working on my laptop and a solar charger. And, uh, and then after that, I spent two months in the, in, uh, back in New Zealand in the South Island working right. at a, a holiday camp 
couple of hours work a day again in exchange for accommodation. Okay. So I just kept – and then I did a lot of house sitting. So I was living in a way that was, you know, wasn't costing me a lot. Yep. And I had the headspace and the and the freedom to, to, write. to write and to hike and spend more time in nature. Mm. Yeah, it was fabulous. That was, sounds great. <coughs> and the how long did the writing process take? <laughs> it was um, – let's see, early t- – it's about five years to actually releasing it, yep. but yep. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I, it was very much a part-time affair because okay. I would, I'd sort of write hard for about three months, and then I'd go off and take an adventure and, yeah. and come back to it with a fresh pair yep. of eyes. I mean, if I wrote something again, it'd be a lot quicker. But I had a lot to learn in yeah. terms of oh yeah, yeah well, that's your first it. thing. And that's it. Yeah, the and whole editing process and everything. Yeah. Mm. Um, the writing thing obviously is is important for you. You've done that's sort of now what you're focusing on. Yeah, a bit more of. Yeah, um, I do a lot of freelance travel writing. Awesome. So yeah, write for a lot of out. <coughs> excuse me, yeah, outdoor right. magazines. Okay. <coughs> and um, <coughs> sorry about that. <laughs> Choking. Um, yeah, and uh, yeah, in-flight magazines, general travel magazines. So okay, cool. Yeah, yeah, that's kind of what I do now. And what. Um, do you because it's I spoke to you briefly last night and you've done a few trips since or as part of that yeah is that yeah. what you're sort of hope is that that's what you're wanting that's to it. do now basically I'm, I'm kind of getting known in the circles now as that hiking chick so <laughs> <laughs> I got sent to um, Jordan last wow. last month yeah went, uh, went hiking on a little there's a Jordan trail that goes runs the whole length of the country oh, so right. I did a how far is that uh, it's 650 k's okay which I I didn't do that bit I did Jordan Trail highlights <laughs> with uh, with World Expeditions, so that was really cool. Yeah, just doing bits of it, and then yeah, off to Chile next month. Wow, to do some hiking down there. Yeah, that's write some stories. Fun. Yeah, yeah. Oh, some of the some of the stories from um, that you just hear, and you know, in general, sort of chatting around this festival, you, you hear a lot of people who have done a lot of travelling. It's yeah. it's exciting. That's it. It's good to be around people doing yeah different things. Yeah, yeah. Do you still get that thrill? Of doing a, a whether it's a hike or just going somewhere to visit to sort of do a bit of a ride up or something. Are you, does I it do. excite you? Yeah, always. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think I mean because I I've never liked normality and now, yeah. and and routine. I'm not really been a routine person. Yeah. So um, yeah, freelance writing certainly ticks Perfect. that box because <laughs> yeah, I'd never know when you know a trip's going to. I might only get a couple of weeks' notice. Right. Or, um, yeah, and off you go, and and just the workflow as well. You know, sometimes you get heaps of gigs coming in, and then sometimes it can be flat for a while. Yeah. So there's yeah. definitely uh, ups and downs. Yeah, roller coaster. Yeah, I bet. Mm. What's the? Have you got a dream destination that you haven't been yet that you'd love to go and do a Maldives. story on? Yeah, yeah, I'd love to go diving in the Maldives. Yeah, Antarctica, obviously, wow. Iceland. Yeah, yep. um, but um, I've I've been quite fortunate. Uh, I've probably been to nearly 50 countries wow over over the years because awesome. i used to work in travel okay. many moons ago yep. as well but yeah so is it is it um i don't know if it's more or less but is this day and age is it is everywhere accessible like if you want to go somewhere is it is it doable you just got to sort of have the guts to do it i, I don't know to be honest yeah. i mean i'm sure there's a lot of obscure places that yeah um haven't been like Antarctica. so much well, Antarctica is getting quite yeah. accessible you now. You hear about people yeah, going there, exactly. you know, whether it's – I don't know if they do a boat thing where they don't actually get off. 
Well, they go there and then sort of go back to, I think, Argentina or something like that. Yeah. Oh, surely if you're going to travel you'd want to get off. Five, t- <laughs> five days on those oceans. Yeah. Yeah, I'd want a bit of, uh, yeah. bit of joy at the end of it. Are you <coughs> the sort of person who pushes yourself now, probably now more, more than ever, um, to do something that's completely foreign to, to what you've done in the past or would even consider Yeah. I do, I'm trying to um, think of the next big adventure to do. And of course there's heaps of hikes I'd like to do, but I'd like to think of a concept that has some meaning to it that I can write about and where I can develop a little bit more. And and it's not about pushing myself really, it's just more a curiosity. What do you mean develop? Well... As a writer or as a person? As a person, I guess. Yeah, because when I did the New Zealand hike... Before I set out, I didn't think I could do it. I yeah. didn't think I was capable. I thought I could do the walking, but I didn't think I could handle the logistics and make decisions and all that sort of thing. And I did it. And so now I'm like, oh, you know, and that changed my life. And yeah. My whole outlook and the way I think and carry myself in the world. So yeah. it makes me think, well, what else what else could I do? You know, yeah. it's just more a curiosity. Yeah, sure. What, what happens if I jump out of this box into the next one? Then do you what think happens? I, I, I'm assuming that <coughs> since the <coughs> New Zealand hike, your life and the way you live has changed considerably. Yeah. Do you think when you say develop more as a person, is do you feel like you still you've still got somewhere <laughs> to get to before you're sort of satisfied with yourself, or, or you know what I mean? No, I am satisfied, but like. It's very hard to get outside of yourself sometimes and sometimes we think that our mindset is normal and yeah. everybody else should think the way we do mm. and then you do something that makes you go, oh, wait a minute, maybe I've got a pattern there. Yeah. You know, and it's just more of a curiosity of what sure. what layers I could unpeel. Yeah, there's an element of going and <coughs> discovering something that you don't know yeah. you'll discover. Yeah. So maybe is that yeah. sort of what you... that's it. That makes sense. Yeah. That's exciting. Yeah. You could un- uncover... a different side of you you never knew existed yeah that's and right. the outdoors does that yes yeah yeah so what have you got anywhere in mind or are you still just trying <laughs> to find that next spot well you know i've got all the maps in the guidebook for um the gr11 across the pyrenees wow for next year yep. We're from the atlantic to the med but it's it's just 850 k's it would take two months so it's yep. kind of a short trip um and it's a well-established route well yep. reasonably um I kind of feel like I should do something that hasn't been done before and not from an mm. ego point of view of I'm the first, but just from a, well, no one's gone before me, so mm. I'm going to have to work this out yep. from scratch, yep. more from that point of view. Yeah. But I'm trying to think of something. Because the do. New Zealand trek you did, was that had that was that only a new thing? Yeah, it, you did it, it was a trail that had op- officially opened two years before I did it. Right. So it was, it was pretty much an unknown quantity because yep. not many hikers had done it. Okay. So I didn't have a lot of intel on it. So there wasn't a heap of literature around it or... That's right. Yeah. Um, but, you know, somebody had created maps yep. and trail notes. So I had something to work with. Yeah. <clears throat> but I kind of feel like I should take it next level. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't know what... So how do you do... I mean, what? <laughs> where does someone start doing that? Is it a case of just finding a spot to start and just, <laughs> just walking <laughs> and seeing where you end up or...? No, I think... I mean... <laughs> There's got to be a point to it. There's mm. got to be a purpose to the journey, I mm. think. I mean, I have got... Oh, I don't know if I should share this. <laughs> <laughs> you I've don't got, have to. I've got a little, a little idea, um, but I'm just trying to... That's okay. Trying Can to round it off, yeah. What continent? Australia. 
Oh, okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. More the means of travel. Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. There's more books coming. <laughs> or maybe some film. Oh, that'd be fantastic. We're, that would be good. We might see a film of yours here next year. <laughs> that would be great. That's short. That's a quick turnaround. Well, you know, f- from hearing what some of the other filmmakers, yeah. like Bo Miles, he's been cranking them out. Yeah, it's amazing, it. isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. What, um, what would you, if you were to do film, what is it that you'd hope to capture? Is it the adventure? Is it the for me, human story around it? For me, I'm kind of on a mission now. Because that New Zealand trip helped me and gave me a lot of clarity and awareness about our connection with nature mm. that's kind of my mission now okay. i'm just i'm just out there trying to get other people connected with nature living simply yep. not buying into this consumer crap yep. not living inauthentic lives yeah. that's kind of my mission now so i think if i did a film i'd want to try and expand on those things and yeah, awesome. try and inspire people to think differently yep. and it seems to be working I, I get so many messages from people who've read the book who you know, it's really resonated with them and they're, they're, they're thinking differently or they're yep. making changes in their life and that's what I want to do. That's what I want to achieve. Are you hearing much, because that's great, mm-hmm. are you hearing much about, from people about that are having some form of sort of struggles with mental health or anything Absolutely. like that that, yep. that that wouldn't necessarily have gone outdoors to, to sort of, you know, exercise them their mind or anything like that in the past but are now reading your book and going, well, maybe I could do something like that and it might help. I don't know what tactics they're going to take, but I've definitely had a lot of people with, you know, who've suffered anxiety who have come and told me about it. And some of them I know and I didn't realise that they had this struggle. Yep. And some of them are complete strangers. Yep. But there's definitely a lot of people out there. Yeah. You know, my story is not uncommon at all. Um, no, but it's, it's, um, it's I guess... The book and the and the story you, yeah. you're telling the Sorry, stories. That story, yeah, <laughs> no, no. I mean yeah. the, the the telling of the story, and I yeah. think that's important because you know there's obviously a lot around um, around mental health at the moment in Australia and New Zealand. Mm. Um, but you know that that's where we're trying to get to is to for people to open up and feel feel free about talking about it and yeah. getting help they need. Or, or so these sort of things like you've done is fantastic and, I, and I'd like to think that whether you're an adventurer or not you could take something away from your book yeah yeah I think um I mean even you know I think getting out in nature is a great thing mm. not just for five months you know even if you go out for a day yeah you know years ago before I did this hike I felt the you know the healing power of nature you know you have a bad day in the office i used to work on in a ski resort yeah. so i'd have a really stressful day and then i'd go for a walk up to the summit at night and it was just nature just puts everything into perspective amazing, for you it? and yeah. it just strips away all of that you know stress and it's also um it's also nature and weather and the elements don't change for anyone. Yeah, that's it. It's a leveler. Yeah. Yeah. An absolute leveler. Yeah. Um, you know, someone who's grown they up. I don't care if you're having a bad day or no. if you're struggling. It's just like, no. this is it. This is what you're going to get. Yep. I <laughs> know. Oh, always grow, growing up um, fishing and spending a lot of time in the ocean, we've always had that the ocean doesn't discriminate. If it wants to fire up and, and turn nasty, it doesn't yep. matter if you're the nicest person on earth. Yep. It'll knock you over. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and that I think that's true for weather and just the elements and yep. nature. That's it. Which is I think 
people it's hum it's kind of hum it makes you sit back and go yeah we're not the center of the universe i'm not in full control yeah. and that, but that's kind of good you know it's kind of cool it's I think like it is good. you you need that and you need you know and that's where you get you get you might be being controlled in your life by a, a boss or a partner or a whatever but then you can do something about that mm. but when you step out to nature you're at the element you're at the mercy of of it and this is what scares me, say, about climate change because mm. politicians who are, you know, and corporations who are making decisions that are exacerbating the problem, it's like they think they can negotiate with Mother Nature, mm. you know, 50 years down the track when yeah. we're in a whole world of pain. It's um, all right. If we're in like, trouble, we'll have uh, a chat. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, <laughs> you know, we can't You're negotiate right. our way out of this no. problem. So mm. nature's just going to yeah. hit us. It's the same as with, you know, um, you know, animals, endangered animals or, or, or plant species or whatever, you can't get to the point where it's, oh, well, there's none left now, we'll, um, we'll find a way to get a couple back on, it, on Earth. Yeah. It, doesn't, it doesn't actually no. work that way. No. <laughs> Don't get yourself into shit but, yeah. first, you know. But I think we're so self-absorbed as mm. a species that we yeah. think, uh, you know, we're going to get whatever we want. Yeah. But it doesn't It's work very naive. Way. Yeah. It's bizarre, though. It is bizarre. We're in a world where the, all the information's right in front of everyone. Yeah. It's just a choice that some people are making to yeah. ignore it, isn't it? Yeah. Which is sad. Devastating. You know, and that's what I think I mentioned to you the other day when we were chatting about, I'm big on <coughs> taking, making sure we spend lots of time with the kids outside, yeah, whether we go camping great. or going for a bushwalk or whatever. And we've, we're lucky enough where we live, we've sort of got access to that right at our doorstep. But the reason, well, there's mul- many reasons for it. One is appreciating what we've got we're very lucky in australia that we have a beautiful country beautiful outdoor environment <clears throat> but i want to make sure that if we do go for a bushwalk or, or or camping or whatever they understand that we are lucky we are lucky to be able to do it and if we look after what we're doing yeah. we'll be able to do it forever yeah but as soon as you start you know disrespecting and, and treating things like crap it'll stop we won't be able it. to do it but uh, you know it's I think we're kind of like the old frog in the pot of boiling water type mm. thing. You know, we've been trashing the the world yeah. for so long. It's just we're not seeing the degradation that we've been doing mm. over the years. It's not as obvious. You know, the, the deforestations and, uh, you know, the amount of fish that have been pulled from the sea. Yeah. We, you know, if we looked at how it was before humans and how it is now, mm. it's just chalk and cheese. Yeah. But it's kind of crept up on us and some people just still try and say oh that's okay yeah all right and it always blows me away when you see a really obvious thing like um you know there was a big um a a few years back there was a big um thing around this super trawler that was coming from africa i think but it had come across and (coughs) and someone had signed off on letting them basically come across you know the bottom of australia and and like the impact that thing has, like the the stats on what it took out of the ocean was yeah. frightening, it and is. it was so obvious that it was not a good thing. Yeah, but some somewhere someone's gone. That oh, should be okay. Yeah, and and that's concerning. Very concerning. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think that ended up sort of making someone go, okay, yeah, yeah, no, it's a shit idea. We better not let that happen. But yeah. but that's just one example. Like there's mil- there's thousands of things happening sort of every day that you kind of go. Why? Yeah. Who's in charge of this? Yes, you know. And I think we don't often see the interconnectedness of of everything. You know, um, 
I mean, they reckon if if insects disappear, for example, mm. humans will be gone thirty years afterwards. Really? Yeah, because. <laughs> but but we just look at things and go, yeah. oh, that's inconvenient to us. Get rid of that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Without realizing that you know we are just one brick in yeah. like a big game of Jenga, yeah. and, and we're just busy pulling out bricks and yeah, not thinking of the collapse that's going to happen. Yeah. 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 Scary. It is. It is. And yeah, it's just. I mean, it's a. It's a. It's a. A huge. Um, a huge puzzle, like you say, and, yeah. and you know, you take bits out and it changes everything. But sorry, put a downer on it, Luke. No, <laughs> it's. Do you know what it is? When you start talking like that, and I always, do, I just sit, sort of sit back for a minute, and you start, try, you start trying to piece, like compute all that at, in, in once, and it's like it's too much to even think about that's sometimes. It. Well, that's. I mean, like I trained with Al Gore in ten yeah, years wow. ago to be a, a climate presenter, giving talks to people, educating them on the yeah. science and. Uh, you know, that was great for the people that I spoke to. Um, they got it. But I, I think, you know, 10 years later, really not much has, no, has changed. Yeah. We're still talking. We're talking a lot more, but we're just we're still talking, mm. not doing a lot in the action department. But um, I think this journey for me, I'm just trying to, uh, you know, with the book, if we can get more people connected with nature, mm. they'll value it more and maybe yeah. maybe we can get some change that way putting you on the spot how do we connect more people with nature because it seems simple to think about in terms of just whether it's education or getting people like you know like leon's whole thing with the adventure film festival is getting more people outdoors more often how like what are your thoughts on that like how does that happen how do we do that uh just you know get out there more like i don't have a family so it's great that you take your kids out there and get them connected but it it sounds like there's a lot of you know younger generations perhaps that are more indoors oriented um it's about i don't have a solution it's about doing it though yeah i just want to show people how awesome that place can be yeah and the freedom and the happiness that that can bring yep and Um, i think the funny thing is once they get out there they will learn for themselves that it's amazing yeah it's just getting it happening maybe is the the key there but also the problem is that a lot of these wild spaces are being you know decimated and gobbled up by um, developments and things like that so yeah it's yeah Yeah, it's a tough one challenge yeah what about new zealand when you were there um and i know you've been there since the hike but you know how how different is that landscape in terms of the appreciation of the land or the, the what they've got in terms of the outdoors? Yeah, look, I don't. To be honest, I didn't chat a lot with the locals about it because a lot of the time I'm out in the middle of nowhere and there yep. is nobody to talk to. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, New Zealand has you know their population is about five million. Yep. So it's a fairly fairly small, but um, you know they've got. <clears throat> they've got their challenges as well um, with rivers. They've got a lot of river health okay. issues yep. there with water being taken for irrig- irrigation. Ah, uh, right. Yep. Um, t- you know, tainted with fertilizers and things like that from from industry. Sure. So it looks really pristine, but they've they've got challenges as well. Yep. Um, I guess it's a a global yeah issue. Yeah, you're right. Really. Yeah. Yeah. And but they are. You know, they're all very outdoorsy and um, well, that's a generalization but i think they do have a an appreciation for the beautiful country that they have yeah Yeah. totally Mm. when you've traveled around the world how how does australia 
sit in terms of like there's some places that I've travelled, for example, where as soon as you get home, you're like, "Thank God I'm home. This place is amazing. I'm so lucky." <laughs> Which is most of the time I do. Yeah. Honestly, always feel feel lucky about living where we live. But have you been to some places that really make you feel lucky to be, <laughs> live yeah. here? Look, I'm um, I'm not a fan of big crowds. So yep. anywhere anywhere crowded or overpopulated, sure, I struggle with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do like, you know, the green spaces that we yep. have. Yeah. Um, even in the suburbs here. Yeah. 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 Appreciate that. Yeah. There's some. There's some pretty. But I, d- I just try and hold appreciation for everything. Really. Yeah. I mean, every night I go to bed and I'm like, wow, thank God I've got a bed to go to. Thank yeah. God my stomach's full. Yep. You know. Yeah. Um, yeah. And that's another part of the. <coughs> I'm sure I'm not alone, but as a parent, you, when your kids are sitting there complaining about what you're serving them for dinner, yeah. you sort of go, okay, let me tell you a story yeah, about some of these kids in certain yeah. parts of the world and yeah i mean you know it gets some at some age the kids are just like i don't know what you're talking about yeah and then they do get to age with like oh shit okay yeah better eat those brussels sprouts <laughs> i <laughs> but, don't but, i don't have kids but i've got a little schnoodle okay and, I, and uh <laughs> she just lies there while i give her all this love and i'm like yeah. you don't know how yeah. lucky you are <laughs> yeah well it's, yeah it's true it's true um <laughs> bewildered Yes. Was it, what, what's the inspiration for the name? Okay. Um, it's a little reference to a quote that's in there. Um, Daniel Boone once said, I was, I've never been lost, but I was once bewildered for three days. Right. And it's kind of a, a play on, you know, being lost, but not really lost. Yep. Because, yeah, I was kind of lost as a person. Yeah. Um, and then found my way. Yeah, and, yeah. A, and also a, a kind of a reference to being rewilded. Yep. Um, so I was sort of, yeah, made wild again at, out of that trip, yeah. out of that journey. Yeah, that's mm. fantastic. Yeah. And that, even now, to look at that title, you think that's perfect? Because it makes so much sense even just hearing you yeah. explain it. So. and it's just a nice, you know, one word. Yep, yeah. fantastic. <laughs> Good stuff. Well, thank you. Um, what Just, I suppose, in terms of wrapping up, where people can and I will share some links and so forth but social media websites yeah, that sort of thing um, so I have social media and a website Soul Trekkers S-O-U-L T-R-E-K-K-E-R-S soultrekkers.com.au and then Soul Trekkers on Facebook and Instagram so I just post my adventures there yeah. and all my philosophical musings that I that <laughs> I come up with when I'm yeah. out in the wilds. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. I will share some stuff on, on, on Instagram on the humans page as well. But um cool. and the book can be found basically yeah. anywhere. Yeah, bookshops. Yep. Um bookshops in Australia and New Zealand. Yep. And then online um with like Amazon or yep. Book Depository Booktopia. Yeah. Yep. I certainly recommend everyone have a look because it's fantastic. So well done. Thanks, Luke. And thank you for coming in and uh, look forward to seeing you this time next year here in Port Ferry. Yeah, cool. Thanks (laughs) very much. maybe we'll be watching something of yours. Maybe, we'll see. Watch this space. (laughs) Thanks, Laura. Thank you. Cheers. Bye.